Fentanyl. It could be hiding anywhere, including in your house, including in your medicine cabinet, or maybe at a friend's house where you're hanging out, playing games, and you get offered a pill. Don't take chances. If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can find fentanyl by using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it, because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Brought to you by the Georgia Department of Behavioral Health and Mental Disabilities. Don't take chances. If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can test for fentanyl by using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it, because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. What they don't want you to know with your host, Mr. Noriega. Is the government keeping secrets? You bet they are. To hear those secrets are revealed, he sure seven years researching the common core of the education system. Author Noriega. What they don't want you to know. Right, here we are live coming at you from the back seat of America, show where we talk politics. That's right, politics, but we don't talk dirty politics here. What we talk is right politics, what you want to know, what you need to know, and not any of the washed up mainstream stuff that you know is on a slant towards the dark side. What are we talking about here? We're talking everything from the left to the right and all the way in between, but we're giving it to you live so you understand what's happening and what's happening today in America and what's wrong with America today. What can we do to fix it? Because that's exactly what we need. We need to know what there is and what the solutions are so we can get to those solutions. So tell a friend, tell two friends if you appreciate truth and if you appreciate everything that this show brings you from the gospel, the doctrine, to political upheaval. Welcome back to the show in the special Christmas edition. You know I saved the best for last, don't you? I saved the Christmas message. I wanted to save the best for last for you ladies. You've been asking, well, how come the messages are for men only? Everything in the past Christmas suggestions have been for the men. Well, two parts, because, of course, the fair sex women are more, um, let's just put it, more fair than men. They need less suggestions. They always are giving of themselves, always know what to do, what to give. But I do have one suggestion, and it is a big one. It perhaps is the biggest one because larger than life, larger than anything in the universe is the gift that women already give all around the world, which is divinity, the right to exist, the right to breathe, the right to walk, the right to be in this world. Women give the gift of existence, of life. They create equal with God. They have the power to bring souls to this earth, to experience everything, every every aspect of this world we owe to women, to our mothers. So Merry Christmas, mothers, because this Christmas I have a very special gift idea for you. You see, in America today, darkness is taking over. And it's quickly, quickly engulfing light. Too many of us are giving in to this horrible trend, this horrible idea 
that the adversary that the secret society man is bringing upon us, which is here, be liberal, be, be somebody that hates, be somebody that opposes light and opposes goodness. Be somebody that is on the wrong side of the track. Well, mothers, you are the defensive line to this. This Christmas, I want to suggest to you to bring the gift of life. You see, many of you out there listening to this might be pregnant this season, and you might be due January or February or March. Or you might be due like my mother was uh, in when I was uh, in her stomach. She was due in, in April, early May. And so she had another five months to go didn't she? Well, let me tell you the story about when I was born. You see, my mother was had a rare blood type, the second rarest blood type there is, Rh negative. And when she got pregnant, when she got pregnant with me, my blood, which was O positive, of course, uh, started interfering with her blood. In fact, I became a parasite. And some people say, oh, you know, children are parasites in the stomach. Not true. <laughs> Not true at all. Children are divinity because that is simply what it is. And so my mother became very sick, deathly sick. She was going to die. In fact, she did die. My mother, when she was pregnant with me and I was about to be born because I had to be born premature. She died and she went to the other side where she experienced an out-of-body experience like no other. She saw herself lying on the operating table with blood everywhere. She saw the light, the tunnel, the beautiful images. She was able to read the minds of people like a like a vapor coming out of their heads. She experienced the language of the universe. The only thing that brought her back is my cry when I came out. I cried and she decided that moment with the option that she had been given, stay or go, and she would stay and be my mother. But much before this, you see, much more before this, the doctors had already told her, hey, you know, this is a dangerous pregnancy. You have the option of abortion here. You have the option to end this pregnancy because this pregnancy could end your life. It's dangerous. And so not only did the doctors tell her the option, but they coaxed her. They said, do it. You know, it's probably in your best interest. So you have to consider strongly. You could always get pregnant again. And, you know, they asked her if she was married, et cetera. And though she wasn't, um, you know, my mother, my father weren't. And, and that was not so common back then when I was born. Today, nobody's married. Right? <laughs> People are, are, are pregnant left and right without uh, a, a marriage, uh, without the sanctity of marriage happening there. No husband, no wife, just pregnancy. But let me tell you. It doesn't matter how that child got there. What matters is that the child is there. And that itself is divine. 
the child and the pregnancy and the mother, they become a pure and wonderful thing. Nothing to do with, oh, oh, this person is out of wedlock and all this stuff. That's not the point. The point is that bringing a child into this earth to clothe the spirit of man in a body, to be able to have a son or daughter of God witness the beautifulness of life, to breathe the air, to experience the joy, to experience love, to experience being able to feel, to think, to breathe, to touch, my goodness, to eat, to do anything, hike, walk, jump, run. These are beautiful moments in life. All of us have them. Spirits do not. Spirits don't get to be in these wonderful relationships that we have. And so you are bringing life like God wants it into the world. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing evil about that. There is no sin in conception. It is wonderfulness. So when my mother was told the option, you know, you should probably end this pregnancy, she chose life. She chose me. She chose me and she gave me the most beautiful gift anyone could have given me. Now, I love life. I love every aspect of it. I love having a family. I love being married. I love having a beautiful wife, children. I know, I know life is a blessing, a miracle. It is wonderful to be able to experience, to be able to, to go places, to just sit at home. I love it. And I love being able to have children and to have a wife that has children. It's just beautiful, the continuance of life. You know, my mother gave this gift to me. She had a million reasons why not to give this gift to me. It's a story of endless gardens, bright blooms, and boundless promise. Come walk in the footsteps of the Vanderbilt family and immerse yourself in the beauty of springtime at Biltmore. Plan your visit at Biltmore.com. She had a million reasons. The doctor was telling her that she probably needed to have an abortion because her child was killing her literally and literally she died because of me. She was dead for so many minutes because of me. I was poisoning her bloodstream. So she had a million reasons. And even if I wasn't poisoning her, she had many, many more. She, she was unwed, which was a taboo back then. She didn't have a husband. She was new to this country. My goodness sake. She was an immigrant. And she certainly wasn't going to be able to afford to raise a child. The money situation was low. She had nobody to help. She was basically alone. I mean, talk about the reasons, the pressure she must have felt. So when you think about it, 
her sacrifice to me, her gift was divine. There's no other way to put it. Divine. She gave me the breath of life. I was able to go from an umbilical cord that was feeding me, providing my oxygen to me, to be able to breathe on my own, to take that first breath and to savor the goodness of oxygen mixed with nitrogen, mixed with all the other many elements that there is in the air. It was the greatest gift. So I know what the media says to you, young ladies, ladies that are out there pregnant this holiday season, wondering if you should end the life that's inside of you growing. When the media tells you, you know what, you have to have a career, you have to be a liberal woman, you have to be able to have your own life without people telling you what to do. And the media and the people around you, the liberals telling you, you know, that'll only weigh you down. What are you going to do? You, you don't have a husband. What are you going to do? You know, you, you're going to be burdened by this child, this bastard child. And that word isn't even used anymore. I mean, it's, it's so common to have uh, out of wedlock a uh, uh, child now that it's not even used. The terminology is old, old-fashioned. But the whole feeling of it still exists. That longing to be with somebody to help you, to help your situation. I understand. I understand what it must have felt like for my mother, and I understand what it must feel like for you. But I ask you this. In this holiday season, in this time when you are alive, because your mother decided to keep you. Didn't fall for the lies and deception saying that it's not, it's not true, it's not real. It's not a life until it comes out of the womb. It's okay to end a life. I mean, some horrible places like New York, <laughs> California, they can have an abortion weeks before, just, just weeks before birth. It's horrendous to end a life is the most abominable thing in the universe. But let's not talk about abomination right now. Let's talk about divinity. Let's talk about goodness. Let's talk about bringing out your best self. Let me speak about the gift divine to you, the selfless gift, the gift that makes you into a mother. You see, my mother, my mother gave me the gift of life. If she had been convinced by the Democrats, by the leftists, by the liberals, by the, the generation of, and this was her generation, the generation of, of, of women, of, of women lib, of women liberals. If she had been convinced of the importance of career versus being a housewife or, hell, a single mother, I would not be here. I mean, here I am. You're not talking to somebody that had the opportunity, had the choice 
to have an abortion or not. I was not pregnant. I can't ever be pregnant. I'm a man. You're talking to the product of somebody that faced the decision. And that decision was made right because I'm here. You are literally talking to the product of a good decision made. She gave me life. She could have taken it from me. I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be breathing. I would be nowhere. I would be gone. I wouldn't have a family. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have a life. I wouldn't get to enjoy children. I wouldn't have my own children. I wouldn't have a career. I wouldn't be on the radio right now. I wouldn't be on the podcast right now. I wouldn't be sharing this with you right now so that you could make a decision. I wouldn't be an influence for good anywhere. I would never have written any books. I would never enjoy the world. It would have been nothing. I would simply not be. How horrible is that? My choice would be taken from me. It's no choice. It's not, it's not your choice. It's not women's choice. It's not anybody's choice. It's my choice. My choice would not have been here. It would have been gone. And would I have been able to blame her? Would I have said, you know, you took my choice, my choice to live, my choice to act, my choice to be acted upon, my choice to make decisions on my own? Could I have blamed her for that? Because she was going to die. She died, my goodness sake. So could I have blamed her or could I have said, You took this life from me. How dare you? She had an excuse. She had a good one. And yet, people, and yet she rose above herself like a beautiful phoenix, like an angel only could. And despite herself, despite her own life, she treasured mine more and kept me. She remained pregnant. She kept me for as long as she could until she bled out, until she was bleeding, until she was dying with her last breath of life. She kept me. Didn't think about herself. It wasn't an option. Not anymore. Not after she felt kicking. Not after she felt me in there. She knew. Not after she dreamt about me. Not after she drew me and knew what I looked like. What I was going to look like as a child. She knew, and it was no longer a choice. It was, of course, I'll have my baby. And, you know, she could have died. She did die, but not necessarily with the promise of coming back. So many mothers don't come back. But isn't that the way it is? Isn't that the circle of life? Isn't that life eternal? to give of yourself as only a mother could, to carry life and to give life. Not because of you, but because of them, that new line. So this Christmas, mothers, I ask you to rise, not to the height of humanity, but to the height of divinity to become angels yourselves, to become that angel on top of the Christmas tree and give 
the best gift that you could give life. Keep your baby. Keep life alive on this planet. Bring one more soul to this earth to breathe and to jump and to run and to joy. Bring life. Let that be your gift this Christmas to your unborn child. Life. Make that choice, and there is no way you cannot get into heaven because you, you become divine. Merry Christmas. May the season bring you joy like no one else can have. Only, only mothers can feel it. May this Christmas bring you peace of a good decision and may this Christmas bring you the light that only he can give. Merry Christmas. What they don't want you to know with your host, Mr. Noriega. Is the government keeping secrets? You bet they are. And here those secrets are revealed. Teacher, seven years researching the common core of the education system. Author Noriega. What they don't want you to know. 